0: and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, share with you my thoughts on pop culture, my life in New York City, and whatever else I want to talk about. And it is mid-January, you guys. It's kind of that slumpy post-holiday vibe that we're in right now. You know when your teachers used to make everybody stand up and do a stretch because everybody was just not giving what they were supposed to during class? I feel like January is very much giving that. And we're all trying to get back into the swing of things. I took time off of instagram like well that's not true because i (laughs) i didn't take time off of the app like i was still scrolling but i didn't post anything for like two or three weeks like it was a long time like people thought i was dead um but i came back online yesterday and i kind of like forgot not posting for that long made it so that it's just not habit anymore I feel like, because how long does it take to form a habit? Like 21 days, right? Um, So I think I kind of unlearned the habit of posting on Instagram, which sounds weird. But basically, before I took the break, it was like everything I did, I just took pictures of, took videos of, so that I could post about it. And now, I'm like, yesterday I was about to come back online with a long, quote-unquote long story of me at home for the holidays, And then I went back in my camera roll and I was like, wait, I didn't take any content at home. Like I literally just sat at home and ate bagels for 12 days. (laughs) So that's where we're at. It's mid January. Like I said, we've got Prince Harry's frostbitten penis. We've got Megan, the conniving AI artificial intelligence doll that is sweeping movie theaters across the nation. And we've also got Hailey Bieber's Nepo baby shirt, her crop top that she wore in the parking garage. I'm actually wearing my my cheeky little t-shirt today. It says flop era. I don't necessarily feel like I'm in a flop era, but I feel like collectively January is a floppy month. So just take this podcast as a minute to stretch, stand up. I feel like that was I mean, thinking about it now making teachers making you stand up and like stretch because the whole class was like sleepy is so funny kids are so intuitive (laughs) they know (laughs) they know when the lesson's boring okay of course there's so many things i want to talk about and of course i'm trying to figure out where to begin I think we should begin with the Gucci loafer dilemma that I'm having right now. Basically, I shot a reel for Brookfield Place, which is a mall downtown. And in one of the shots, I wanted to walk out of the Gucci store with a Gucci bag. And I walked into Gucci and they were all snooty and they wouldn't give me a bag unless I bought something. So I bought a pair of sunglasses thinking I was going to return them. But then I didn't return them fast enough. And so all I could do was exchange them. And I had until January 9th to exchange them. And I went in on the 6th. So I had three days and I was like, oh, I'll just exchange these $700 sunglasses and get credit and just have like Gucci credit sitting so that when I'm ready to like buy something from Gucci, I can do it. They were like, no, you can't have Gucci credit. You have to exchange it for something right now, like on the spot. And I was like, okay. So I tried to put on my best... London Tipton hat and started perusing the Gucci store. I've always wanted a pair of Gucci loafers because I've had loafers in the past, but they were always, I think I've only ever had thrifted loafers. I had one pair of loafers sent to me, but they were ugly and they were like navy blue suede or something. Um, and they weren't giving. I've always wanted like classic black loafers and thrift store loafers honestly have served me well in the past because um they're low stakes you know you buy them for like 15 bucks and then you just you know if they break which they will (laughs) it's fine you just toss them i felt like i was ready to invest and i was ready for the next step of my gay journey which means gucci loafers so of course first i try on a pair of sneakers these like sneakers that look like air force ones but like with the gucci monogram all over them (laughs) like honestly so ugly but also so me um i don't know what that says about my my personal style but i tried them on and they were comfy right i sent them to a couple friends i was like do i do these and everybody was like no so i was like okay let's just do the loafers let's be let's be a grown-up about this so i pick out the loafers they're like classic black loafers with the gold buckle I try on the first pair. I'm a size 12. I tried on a 12. They didn't fit. So I was like, okay, let's go down a size to 11.5. Didn't fit. Too big. So I was like, okay, let's go down to 11? question mark Didn't fit. 10.5. This guy was running back and forth from the stock room to the floor. Stock room to the floor. I was like sitting there like, oh my God, he's going to hate my guts. But it's Gucci. So... And there was like not that many people in the store. It was like Friday evening, like a Friday evening at the Gucci store. Talk about a vibe. We get two size 10 and they fit except for my feet are two different sizes. So one fits perfectly and the other one is sliding off. You will only understand this if you also have two different sized feet. It's infuriating because all I want is just a shoe that I can trust. All I want is a shoe that fits, right? Spoken like Cinderella. So I say, I'm so sorry, can we bring out the (laughs) 9.5s? This guy's like, okay, this is 12 sizes smaller than your real foot size. Like you're gonna be bursting through these. I try on the 9.5s, they're too tight. I'm like, okay, my feet are gonna bleed, but they're not sliding off. I go with the 10s go with the tens and walking out of the store first of all he gives me this big gucci bag it's a friday night i'm downtown i'm gonna have to take like three subways to get back to my apartment i was like i'm not carrying a big ass gucci bag on the subway so i (laughs) sat down at one of those like mall food court tables and i put the gucci box in my backpack and folded up the gucci bag and put that in my backpack and so now i have this big shoebox sized backpack and i'm just like on my way. And then I get home and I try them on again. And I'm really trying to love them because I just, you know, they were like $900, like ridiculous. But I justified it by being like, they're going to last me forever. They're a staple. I need them. They're Gucci. And I just like, don't love them. I just don't because they don't, fit. they don't fit you guys. And I've been through this before with the Prada loafers. <laughs> I hope you're not like listening to this with like I don't know somebody's gonna be like you're spoiled no i'm just i just want a pair of shoes that fits and it really it's painful to spend that much money and not have them fit so like do i go to a cobbler do i just go back and get the sneakers i just don't know where i'd wear the sneakers but that's my gucci that's my gucci dilemma this is where we need the the harry Tails phone line because i would i'd be like please call in and like tell me what i should do another thing that's not a dilemma but is a really great thing if we're doing like a rose and a thorn the thorn is my feet being two different sizes the rose is i got a tv i got my first big boy tv um this is very much giving like the youtube vlogs where it's like here's my christmas haul and by the way you guys i'm not bragging (laughs) um but i'm really not i this is my first big boy tv Seventy, is it six I think it's sixty five inches. Sixty-five big inches. And these guys came to install it. And they were like, okay, where do you where do you want it on the wall? And I was like, oh, like normal TV height. And they were like, oh well that depends. Do you want it like couch level or do you want it a little higher? And I was like, fuck. So I put it on the wall, not couch level, because I I don't know, it's just, I wanted it a little higher on the wall, but not super high. After a week of having it on the wall, I chose the absolute perfect place for it. I'm so happy about it, and I've been rewatching Gossip Girl Season 1 to christen the new TV. I just don't think there will ever be TV as good as Gossip Girl Season 1, original Gossip Girl Season 1. I just don't think anything can compare. And I will say really quickly, I think... The difference between old Gossip Girl and new Gossip Girl, aside from the fact that in the new Gossip Girl, the teachers are Gossip Girl, dot, 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 question mark, is the fact that in the original Gossip Girl, all of them were friends, and we cared about their friendships, and they were loyal to each other, and if they fought, they would be back together by, like, three episodes top. Like, the new Gossip Girl, none of them are friends, and it's, like, very evident, and we don't care about any of their relationships because they're not friends so i just i needed to get that off my chest um cat went on a dating show friend of the pod cat went on the tiktok dating show called updating so you might see her on your feed because the videos are currently um going viral like they that tiktok account has like a million followers and all the videos get like hundreds of thousands of views um but that was a fun night it was at city winery and cat literally got blindfolded and put on stage and then a couple different guys tried to win her over blindfolded and then they took off the blindfolds and um it was funny so highly recommend going to watch that you could get lost on that TikTok channel for a minute because it's it's good they like edit the videos really well and um it's, it's just straight people like having it out on stage it's it's fun it's a good time Um, let's talk about Megan because I finally saw Megan I saw it the night before it came out in theaters not in any sort of like special way like I didn't go to any of the premieres I didn't know if there were any premieres But I kept seeing videos of all the Megans, like all the different Megans dressed up and like walking around New York. And I was like, I DM the Megan movie account because I was like, hey, like, is there any way I can like come like make content with you guys, whatever. And the Megan Instagram account is like rigged, like the messaging is rigged so that it like is like a chat bot of Megan. So Megan will be like, Hey, like I missed you. Like, how are you? And you can like chat with her. So that's another thing. If you're, if you're bored, you can go literally talk to Megan on Instagram DMs. <laughs> she will talk back to you, but it's like, okay, how can I actually get in touch with you then? <laughs> Megan. Megan is a horror movie from Bloomhouse Studios, but like not horror, like scary like horror like campy gory it's just such a fun movie obviously the fact that she's like this creepy ass ai looking doll is what sold me from the beginning but um it's it's just so good and it it, honestly it was unexpected like i didn't really know what to expect going into the movie and i'm not going to spoil it for you but megan dances she sings she acts like she does it all she's a triple threat and if you're thinking that you're going to be scared i don't think that anybody could be scared but also i'm used to having like dolls in the room with me so maybe i'm immune (laughs) maybe i'm immune and maybe people are really freaked out by her um it's just funny and it's fun to see in a theater because everybody is like laughing and screaming and like it's an experience so I highly recommend you go see Megan um Megan just got a sequel as of this morning so we are gonna get more Megan which I saw coming because like is it just me or is this movie getting a lot more buzz and press I think it's because there's like a theatrical run which movies now are like okay like just watch it on streaming one day after it comes out. So this was, this was a fun, like return to form, return to the movie theater, go see it. I nuked a large popcorn and I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to be good. It's January. Like I just ate 700 bagels. Let me be good. I like I don't even remember. I like ate, like I felt like I ate like a healthy dinner or something before the movie. And I met up with my friend, Adriana to see it. And she got some popcorn and she was like, are you going to get anything? And I was like, Oh no, no, I'm fine. (laughs) Right before the movie started, like during commercials, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get some, some popcorn. And she was like, Oh no, do you want some of mine? And I just like, don't, Sharing like that. Like, I need to know that I can, like, <laughs> body something. You know what I mean? So, I always just like to get my own. And I got my own large popcorn. And I, like, I was, like, happy as a m- clam, eating my popcorn, watching Megan, laughing my little ass off. <laughs> it was really, it was a, it was a really, it was a good night. And unexpected. I did not expect Megan to be what it was. Um, Brian Jordan Alvarez is great in it he's funny he's the reason Megan's blonde low-key so that's a fun fact Ooh, speaking of fun facts I don't think I came up with a fun fact for today's pod that you guys can go I think I think you're gonna have to just go with the fact that Megan the AI doll is played by two different girls one of them embodies Megan so she's a little girl from New Zealand. Uh, who is a contortionist, a brown belt in karate, and a national dance champion in New Zealand. So she's like a stunt performer. And that's why Megan looks like she's like a robot. Like that's why her like movements are very like robotic because she's actually a stunt performer. So that's cool. That's a fun fact. Um, And then she's actually voiced by Jenna Davis who has this video... Let me see if I can find it. It's this girl. Some of This is going to be a jump scare for some of you guys. If you guys want to know how to do Penny Nickel Dime, this is all you got to do. Penny Nickel Dime, Penny Penny Nickel Dime, nickel Penny Nickel Dime, Penny Penny Nickel Quarter. And you can be fast. Penny Nickel Dime, Penny Penny Nickel Dime, Penny, penny Nickel Dime, Penny Penny, Penny Penny, Penny, Penny. Quarter. The Penny Nickel Dime girl is the voice of Megan. That's high camp that's like the camp meter is like is cracked and the and it's dripping all over the floor like that's how how good that is like it's you can't make that up so so Megan is two girls and then of course Allison Williams is uh plays her aunt which is another funny part of this like Allison Williams character is like questionable in this movie (laughs) like I can't really explain it but like Me and Adriana were, like, looking at each other. Like, we were like, what? Like, is she for real? So, that's the fun fact. That's the Megan fun fact. I I think I mentioned all the Megan stuff. Uh, The director said of the little girl who plays Megan, she was able to run on all fours, rise up from the ground without using her hands like a cobra. The stunt guys and movement coaches were gobsmacked. So we've got the penny nickel dime girl and the gobsmacking stunt girl from New Zealand teaming up to make the most iconic character of Q1 2023 cinema. So that's Megan. Let's get into the headlines for this week because um, there were some good ones. It was a slow week though, Um, so I will say that. So just like, just know that as I go through these. This is from the New York Post. Wizards of Waverly Place star tripped and fell into porn career. Former child star Dan Benson is opening up about his transition from a G-rated career to an X-rated one. Benson, who played Zeke Beekerman on Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place from 2007 to 2012, explained on TikTok how he got into adult entertainment. Benson, who operates an OnlyFans account, said that when he was on Wizards, he would receive messages from people all the time, particularly from women whom he found incredibly attractive. Turns out messaging these women, who turned out not to be who they said they were, was not the best idea because I would send nude photos to them and they would take those nude photos and then post them onto online websites, he shared. I've been having a tremendous amount of fun. I met a lot of great people in the adult entertainment industry, and it's changed my life for the better. Sometimes you just have to roll with the punches, he added. Don't do what I do, necessarily, unless you want to. (laughs) I don't even remember Zeke Beekerman from Wizards of Waverly Place. I mean, that wasn't one of my, like, tier one Disney shows, but I also was a big reader of, like, J14, so I feel like I, I had every, like, Disney heartthrob, like, Indexed, you know what I mean? So, I, although I, I don't think he was like a heartthrob, he wasn't like Hottie Lamottie with the swimmer's body, you know, Zeke Beakerman. But I did, <laughs> I mean, there's pictures in this article like pulled from his OnlyFans, which it's him like flexing with his like abs. Um, very random, but also kind of just goes to show how like normalized OnlyFans and like being like an adult entertainer are these days right for it to just be so casual to be like yeah like I just like rolled with the punches I just like (laughs) started an OnlyFans um which is cool I don't really have any thoughts on about OnlyFans people I just feel like it's so normal that's definitely a New York bubble thing that's definitely like New York slash like extremely online thing to think like oh yeah OnlyFans is no big deal do you guys think it's a big deal? The hot the very the hairy tales hotline is like, call in if you know what to do about Gucci loafers or if you think OnlyFans is a big deal. Um, so if you're in need of more entertainment after you've DM'd Megan and watched up to dating on TikTok, then maybe you should go watch <laughs> Zeke Beekerman's OnlyFans. <laughs> I wonder if Selena Gomez knows about it. I wonder if she's like, oh my god, my old coworker like is an OnlyFans member now. Okay, this is from British Vogue. Haley Bieber wades into the nepo baby discourse. Haley Bieber made headlines this week when she stepped out in a parking garage wearing a crop top that says "Nepo Baby." Imagine being able to make quasi-political statements by walking through a parking garage. Okay, I said that, and then I said AOC should start wearing crop tops, right? Wouldn't it be cute if she was, like, on the Senate floor being, like, like with a little crop top that says, like, filibuster? I don't know what filibuster means, but I'm sure it's, like, congressional, you know? This is what British Vogue actually said. Hailey Bieber knows what you've been saying about her. The model daughter of actor Stephen Baldwin stepped out in Los Angeles on Friday afternoon wearing a baby tee that read Nepo Baby. Short for nepotism, baby, the term has become a popular, semi-derogatory way to describe someone who has well-connected parents in their chosen field. Recently, New York Magazine devoted a viral magazine package to the term in which Bieber was labeled a double nepo, referring not only to her father, but also her husband, Justin Bieber. What's a girl to do but wear the label with pride and a pair of low-rise jeans? What is a girl to do? (laughs) What is a girl to do? I didn't realize that she was double nepo, and I also didn't realize that we were doing double nepo. Like is that a thing? And if you have two famous parents, I I thought if you have two famous parents you're just nepo. But double nepo is like if you have famous parents and a famous spouse. Can we go for triple nepo? What would we need for a triple nepo? Famous grandparents? Triple nepo. Could you do triple nepo? I don't think I've talked about the nepotism. <laughs> i don't think i've talked about the nepotism conversation yet um i just don't care i just don't think that i feel like the nepotism conversation only comes up when somebody is lacking in some sort of like talent or um personality which you know i feel like is subjective because i like Hailey bieber i think you know she's a model right all she needs to do is like stand and deliver (laughs) and I think she does that I think she looks like a supermodel I think she has fun fits um road is fine I think it's hilarious that she interviews other celebrities in her bathroom while they like make mac and cheese and like smoothies I think that's hilarious without trying to be I don't think she knows how funny that is um but I think people are like, oh, she just she's only a model because she's a nepo baby. Um, <laughs> who's to say? But also, who's to care? I don't know. I think I think the general consensus online is, if Haley Bieber gets fast tracked to being a supermodel, then some other deserving girl doesn't have the chance to be a supermodel. Some girl in Oklahoma who's six foot and has a perfect face doesn't get to be a model because Hailey Bieber took her spot and I'm just like okay Carly Kloss exists and also it's not that deep like being (laughs) and I think I think the conversation is so funny when it's about a model because models aren't supposed to do anything except for stand right that's literally the point of a model I get it more when it comes to acting like I get the like outrage even though it still feels manufactured and fake because who cares um but i guess like i guess that logic really only stands up in my court (laughs) if we're talking about like actors or some profession that like i don't know but adult nepo babies like kate hudson and jamie lee curtis They've adult Nepo babies have been making statements that are like, this is like a family business and blah, blah, blah. And that's like true. Somebody just recently said, I, I want to say it was Tom Hanks. He was like, this is like any other business. This is like any other family business. Like if I was a plumber and like we passed the business down, like everybody would have a hand in it. And I think I've been like, I've said that before. It's like you, like y'all don't come for like the the pizzeria that's been in the family for nine generations, right? You're not coming for a Sargento. Like, the Sargento guy is a Nepo baby because his great-grandparents founded a cheese company. So, yeah. it's. I mean, I guess I'm just, like, so online that I see all these takes and I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> but Haley Bieber wearing the Nepo baby tee was lukewarm. Like, it was, like, whatever. My friend was like, who would you... Who would you have liked to see in that shirt? And that was a good question because I feel like I would love like a random, a really random nepo baby to wear it. Like Jennifer Aniston, she's a nepo baby, but like she's beloved, so people don't care. But like she's nep. Haley Bieber. She Haley Bieber is definitely nepo baby though. Double nepo, double indemnity. He, Allison Williams is a nepo baby too. There's a lot of nepo babies that like people don't like to acknowledge as Nepo Babies because they, you know, have a good reputation or whatever. Nepo Babies. That New York Magazine article was funny, though. Did you guys see the cover where it was, like, all the babies? New York Magazine has been slaying their covers recently, so kudos to them. Charlie X tweeted, I respect the Nepo Baby t-shirt attempt. She said attempt. And people ran with that, and they were like, charlie XEX slams Haley bieber (laughs) okay okay calm down she didn't slam her it was also funny that Haley bieber did that in a parking garage and then changed her outfit like later that day she was wearing like a different shirt but the same rest of the outfit (laughs) i was like okay i would love to do that call up the paparazzi and be like meet me in the parking garage we're going to make a statement. And she and she did. She stood. She stood, okay? She didn't say anything she didn't need to. She stood in a crop top. And we need to stop asking models to do more than that. <laughs> this is from page 6. Prince Harry had a frostbitten penis at Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding. Prince William may not have had cold feet at his wedding, but his brother was suffering from a cold penis. One of Prince Harry's startling revelations in his new memoir, Spare, includes the reveal his todger was frostbitten following a March 2011 expedition to the North Pole. While the ears and cheeks were already healing, the todger wasn't. It was becoming more of an issue by the day, he says. Following the wedding, Harry says that he went to the doctor after using Elizabeth Arden cream. (laughs) Okay. Let's just think about this for a second. Prince Harry comes back from the North Pole with his dick frozen off. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, my ears and my cheeks, like, I'm frostbitten. But his dick's also frostbitten, and he doesn't know, like, what to do. And so he is, like, looking for creams to, like, put on it. And he ends up using Elizabeth Arden cream on his todger. And then he's like, no, this isn't working. I have to go to the doctor. (laughs) It's funny because it's, like, like... Whose dick gets frostbitten in the North Pole? But also, it's relatable to, like, have some, like, bodily thing happen to you and then, like, look for a cream (laughs) to, like, put on it, right? Like, you're like, okay, like, oh, like, what do I have? It reminds me of when I got scabies and I tried to, like, heal it holistically because I didn't know it was scabies. And I went to this little store on the Lower East Side, East Village, rather, called Flower Power and it's like this store with all these herbs and stuff it's kind of like witchy and i went there and i was like i don't know i'm just like super itchy like i'm super itchy like at night like i don't know <laughs> and the girl was like oh like it could be like stress related here why don't you try this like beeswax and like marshmallow blend and she gave me this little jar of like stuff and i was rubbing this stuff on my scabies and I didn't know it was scabies until I went to the doctor because that's what happens the cream doesn't work and you go to the fucking doctor right the Elizabeth Arden cream didn't work on Prince Harry so he we went to the doctor and he said look at my tall I you know the flower power stuff didn't work so I went to City MD, and I said look at my scabies Oh, God, that was so, that was like, that was, that was crazy. The scabies scare of 2019. (gasps) Oh, my God, I didn't sleep for like weeks. And then after I knew it was scabies, I was like, okay, I'm a pirate. Because what do you think scabies are? Literally, like, don't Google it. Don't Google it. Look me in the eyes and tell me what you think scabies are. Because I guarantee you, you don't know what they are. Like, you've either had scabies, so you know what they are, or you've never had scabies, so you think they're like, I thought scabies were, like, I thought it was an STD, but it's not, apparently. It's, like, lice. I, like, I don't know. They, like, I don't, I don't okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, how did we get here? How did we end up here? This is so embarrassing. Um, this is almost <laughs> as embarrassing as putting Elizabeth Arden cream on your todger. Can you, like, I can't get over that. And the next day, Kate is like, "Hey, uh, has anybody seen my Elizabeth Auden cream?" <laughs> and Prince Harry like shuffles in his chair, and he's like, "Um, yeah, I don't know where it is, and I didn't take it and put it on my balls. <laughs> I've got some chits and pieces to round out to round out our day today. Are we feeling a little bit more? I'm definitely feeling a little bit more like stretched out, <sighs> a little bit more like." Like, you know, the teacher is like, okay, stand up and stretch. I feel that. So I hope you're feeling that too. Um, Chits and pieces. Instagram will be getting rid of the shopping tab according to an internal memo at Meta. We love an internal memo. If I had an in and out list, which I didn't make one for this year, but if I did, I would put internal memos at the top of the in list. My in list would just be internal memos. Like memos shouldn't be anything other than internal. Right, Tana Mojo tweeted that she's frustrated that the "He fucked me with a toothbrush" video is about someone spreading a rumor that she was fucked with a toothbrush, not something that actually happened to her. Which is funny because I remember that video. Do you guys remember that video, the Tana Mojo "I was fucked with a toothbrush" video? That was like that was like before things got bad. Like that was like that was like before. That was before. That was like yonder. Twitter's 4,000 character tweets are supposedly coming in February. And somebody actually did a little, like a little test of how long 4,000 characters is. It is, have you ever sent an iMessage so long that it clicks, like you click the iMessage and it opens like a document somehow? It usually happens if you're like fighting with somebody and you need to like write a novel to them and be like, look, like. And then you send it and it sends as like it sends as like a little preview and you have to open it and it opens an iMessage document. If you've never gotten an iMessage document before, then you don't know drama. Because let me tell you, let me tell you that's not even a feature that's like advertised it's not like on the commercials like oh and if you like like to write then like you're gonna send your friend a a document i didn't even know it i i did not know until i sent one and i was like oh that's gonna that i just sent a document i just sent a document (laughs) i just sent a full on so four thousand characters is a is a lot is basically the point and to me that feels like how twitter is going to handle it like they're gonna it, it'll show like how it usually does like a little like block of text on your feed but then you'll probably click on it and it'll expand to be like the four thousand character novella of it all could be interesting D- don't really feel any sort of way about it i am still mad at twitter um I just haven't had a good taste in my mouth about it since they fucked up verification, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Hilary Duff went to see Funny Girl with Leah Michelle on Broadway. Speaking of Leah Michelle, um, apparently buccal fat is actually pronounced buccal fat, and I'm pissed because it has to be buccal fat. It cannot be buccal fat removal. It has to be buccal fat removal. Which I definitely thought about for a second, and then I was like, wait, no. Because apparently it's like super bad for you. (laughs) So, um, three points for Buckledore. Um, This girl with an at on Twitter called at Swamp Boyfriend tweeted, Gay people love to tweet something normal like preheating my oven. And then add a photo of like a celebrity at a 2003 red carpet event. (laughs) So I responded with a picture of Michelle Trachtenberg and said, just bought a pair of loafers. And I don't know, I thought it was funny. (laughs) And everybody was like, who is that? Who is that? She's so pretty. Who is that? And I was like, oh, I'm ancient. Uh, photos of Allison Williams in the made-for-TV live-action version of Peter Pan have been resurfacing because of Megan. If you guys haven't seen these, um, maybe I'll I'll post one. I'll post one for sure. She looks like one of the Sprouse twins. She looks like Dylan and Cole Sprouse like combined. She looks insane. Also, having Peter Pan be played by a girl is like a thing. Like historically peter pan is sometimes played by a girl and it's like normal and i'm like why like why I, I you know like i don't know they don't have little boys playing annie right i don't know noah schnapp came out as gay on tiktok cheers welcome to the lgbtqia fam mr schnapp that's good that's good for him um another like you know, it's normal now for like people to be gay. So kudos to him. Um, Apparently all of those kids are getting paid like $7 million for the final season of stranger things, which is, it's like, okay, like who cares if you're gay, you're rich. (laughs) Like, you know, you can get anybody you want, baby. And then last and kind of least, is emrata is apparently dating eric andre interesting just so many it's like like i said slow week we're we're in the dregs of the new year um but i i honestly like this vibe like i like a sleepy time tea vibe like i like a chamomile era i like when things are not going full throttle I think that's my nature. I think by nature I like a cloudy day with nothing happening. And that's okay, right? That's fine. So with that, I hope everybody goes to see Megan. If you don't see Megan, go watch Cat on Updating on TikTok. Then go watch Zeke Beekerman's OnlyFans. Then go watch... <laughs> Allison Williams and Peter Pan. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you next week.